Alright, all you vulgars, ballroomers, zippers, twisters, nerds, blurs, uh, femme queens, kitten heels, all that good shit. This is episode three of My House is Burning, the My House Vicelands My House After Show. Uh, we're going over episode three, which is Old Way. Uh, I am Rain Coleman, your host, co-host rather, and I'm here with my amazing, dope-ass, funny-ass fucking co-host. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Well, thank you for the sickening addiction. Um, <laughs> hey, y'all, it's Falu uh, from the Game Podcast, and uh, we back up in this gig, so we're here, and we're lit. Yes, 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 indeed. Make sure when you're listening to this episode of My House is Burning, you're using the hashtag MHIBpod, as well as when you're watching My House live on Viceland. Do that live tweet, throw a hashtag up there, tell us that you're listening and good stuff. Um, This episode, episode three, a very personal episode. Uh, Mm -hmm. Any thoughts? Any, I don't know, tell me what you thought. What you thought? I... Really enjoyed, as always, um, the episode. And I feel as though, like, in this third episode, we are in the the story now at this point. There's mm-hmm. no more introduction, you know, phase at yeah. this point. And we are getting to watch and see our... Then again, I was going to say characters. No. Um... <laughs> The uh, everybody of the cast and going a little further and deeper into their own stories, yeah. And I'm like, yes, I'm here for it. And uh, no, overall, great episode, really great episode. Yes, 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 I agree, I agree. Um, this gave me so much of what I wanted and what I needed from Mm -hmm. this damn show, yeah. Like, that setup was good, but now, like, we're used to these people, like, we expect that we. They are a part of our lives now, so I mm, get mm, what mm, you mm. do and what house you're a part of and what your status is. Great. Now give me the real shit. And this episode, episode three, gave me the good shit. So I'm, uh, I'm more in love with these folks than I was before. Honestly, truly, like, uh, mm, good. I shit. get you. I get you. I do get you. So we started the episode um, with. Uh, Tati, I believe, at the Juicy Practice, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. where Alex is doing a class, a voguing class. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yes. I really like the when the first shot is the dancers and the performers talking to one another mm-hmm. and having a, a cute little chit chat. You know, some some shade is thrown here and there, and it's really like a <laughs> kiki, really easy breezy type of um, type of mood. And I liked it a lot. It's not as serious as what we have seen so far. Right, right, right. As far as, you know, ballroom scene. And so Tati's coming to the class, and she says herself that she would enjoy the, these rehearsals because it's a time when it just can be all about dance and more so about us, you know, practicing and bonding a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you come to the ballroom, you're here to fight, you're here to win, you ain't have time to none of these bitches. You're like, okay, bitch, I'm here. Let me give you the face, the mm-hmm. body, the hand performance, the catwalk, this, that, and the third, but I'm here to win. I think in the rehearsals, performers get to, you know, just to bond one another and have like a little kiki together. Yes, and that's yes. what's cute for us to to watch at the moment. How do you feel about this scene? 
Um, I loved it. Um, I love seeing Lolita Balenciaga up there with her. Yes, we did see Lolita with her Balenciaga. hair. Yes, yes, we did. yes, mm-hmm. yes. It was. I wish we had seen more of her, but I, I enjoyed yes, seeing definitely. her. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, she is. Um, I I just I like her, and then I don't know if that's just the side effect of not having seen a lot of her. Like less is more, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed this. Um, juicy practice. This like even learning what that was because I had no idea. With the juicy shit was the the kiki the playhouse ball I didn't know anything about that so to mm-hmm. see all these people uh, and then what is it Tati said this is um not quoting her but in general she was like you know taking some folks under your wing who you think can do yeah. great or whatever yeah, it's yeah, just she did say that that's the part that really got me because it was good seeing these motherfuckers you know do their thing I was you know in, enjoying what I saw but there was also that camaraderie that closeness because with uh tati and alex being having the conversations they've had before and then being separate from mugler seeing them come together here that mm. I, I just i enjoyed that because yeah yeah i, I i'll and just leave it there the cute thing uh, about that scene was the dance part of it was yeah. cute when alex mentioned how when you want to do a catwalk uh, it's really important to have a theme, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they he mentioned to be, like on that day the theme was hip hop catwalk, yeah. and I was like, yeah. okay, we love mm-hmm. you know uh, gender of dances that mix and blend. Yeah, and I'm like I'm totally here for it. Like I really am here for it. So I thought that was cute, and also Alex Mugler and kind of like answers a uh, question that I asked last week about yeah. what is the you know. The ins and outs of being an overall mother slash father. Yeah. And he said, really, like, briefly, that it was about, you have to take care of everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, we didn't get, like, deeper on that, but that kind of, you know, um, give me the bigger picture about what it actually is to be an overall mother father. Like, you have to be on top of your game and overseeing everything that is happening in your house. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? absolutely. You have to be able to, I don't not say like, I don't know, provide, but more so being like a caretaker of people that are working, walking for your house. They are like, kind of like representative of, uh, of your brand, quote unquote. Right, so right, right, it's right. it's really important that everybody's taken care of and everybody, you know, has a cohesive image that that said house want to portray. Right, right. Yeah. So that I, I mean, this is what I my own interpretation of, of it, but maybe mm-hmm. different. As always, you can always tweet us at <laughs> hashtag mhiebpod and you know get us together and have a kiki <laughs> about it. Um, fast forward to the next scene. Uh, we are in Brooklyn at the Playhouse Kiki Ball. Yes, Lord. Yes. Uh, we see Jelani. Uh, and Precious, Precious is doing, you know, sickening ass commentary as always, you know, getting home, <laughs> getting home room lit as fuck, you know, I was yes. doing for it. Yes. Um, and Jelani is walking for Realness with a Twist, whereas last last week and the week before, I think he did not, he, he was not on that, on that, on a category. And um, that was what I kind of said last week about how he using his. Um, Masculine, masculinity looks mm-hmm. and help him in the ballroom scene. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Daniel about that. And uh, also, 
um, we get to see a little scene uh, that is a little bit dramatic, a little bit mm-hmm. with um, Relish. Relish, which is someone that I think we haven't seen enough to no, have no, a right. really oh, good God. opinion about. Yes, you know yes, what I mean? Because yes. I, I, the thing what have been uh, showed Relish is always like one type of attitude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it doesn't really make his character tridimensional. Right, right, right. So it's hard for us to actually connect with him, you know, on that level. (laughs) So I wish we would have seen more of Relish, you know what I mean, in a house of Milan, which is is his house. So yeah, so the scene that was a little bit, you know, iffy a little bit was, um, so you have Alex Mugler, and he Mm -hmm. is being interviewed, and the thing with Alex so far that I have seen is that, and I, I think we t- I talked with you off air, is that the answers we get from him are a little bit, from you know, from my own perception, mm-hmm. a little bit too patient. You know what I mean? Okay. They sound a little bit, I wouldn't say rehearsed, but really like real rounded and in a way that does not convey genuine. Okay. I don't know. Okay. It's just how I feel for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and but which is funny because we get this really like cool, everybody's amazing statement about the ballroom community and about how we all you know yeah. have each other. What this that, and third, and then Mama shades <laughs> relish, yeah, in a, you know indirect type of way, really like uh, backhanded comment t- type T, mm-hmm. and then relish is pissed. Outside and her and her friend is you know um, try to be like girl chill chill yeah, but the yeah. real conversation to have here is that ultimately Alex is an A one type of bitch you know what I mean and you have Relish and we, then again we don't get to go deep on Relish story so we don't know where he actually uh, stand in the ballroom community right like, right is right he, like legendary is he iconic is he just like um, a middle of the road perform. We don't know all of that, mm-hmm. but from when you, for what we have been presented with, one can uh, suggest and assume that Alex is definitely higher in the hierarchy of another you know, barroom. Yeah. So the question here is: Does Alex shading, <laughs> you know, um, relish? Um, is it because that's the thing that uh, a point that his friend make uh, yeah. made the friend of Relish is that Alex is the type of bitch that at this point he shouldn't, he shouldn't be shading anyone. You know, you're way too much popping to be out here with the quote unquote girls that aren't at his level. You know what I mean? Right. So right, that was right. A, a, so that was something that I was like, oh okay, so that is a an interesting statement here mm-hmm. because ultimately it's like why because he said some the, the show was real. The, yeah, like yeah. the fact that he bought the uh, two dollar, two dollars like heels when he didn't have the the coin for the four dollar heels. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that is oh, that's some real ass shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was cackling a little bit. Ain't gonna lie. <laughs> um, but I can get British point in being not necessarily hurt, but like you know, you you getting fucked up. Like don't don't shame me like that. Right, right, and right. It's because he pointed at him. You know what I mean? Like this, yeah. is, this was not in like in a relish head. Like this actually happened, unless Alex 
So it did not happen. He was not talking about him, but I don't know. We, but I don't know because he gave a very Mariah Carey versus Jennifer Lopez. I don't know yeah. her type of attitude. Yeah, because in the yes. guy next to him very was doing so. the same thing. He was like, "Do you not realize?" Mm. And he said, "No." And then pointed was like, "Oh hi," and I'm like, "Well, if you, it was just the whole like." The whole scene yeah, that was odd. Yeah. That was really odd. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like relish, and I want to see more. I feel like with relish isn't featured as much, and I mean it might be just a sign of you know a side effect of just the sh- the documentary itself. But mm-hmm. just like I want more Lolita, I want more relish, and I like every time I see him on screen, I'm excited because I want to know what. What is your story? Like, we getting in-depth Jelani, we're getting in-depth Alex, we're getting in-depth Tati, and that's great, but I, I want more, goddammit. And I think Relish is one of the persons who, though we keep getting him getting ready to compete and, like, the feelings around the competition, I feel like he's consistent. He's consistently, like, going out there and working his ass off to mm-hmm. get these trophies and the get this status and I just want more. I want more to I want to see how does he prepare. I want to see like him and Lolita are no no. Lolita's Balenciaga and Relish is a Milan. But I oh no, the guy he was talking to out on the street was a Balenciaga, I believe. And oh, okay. I think I think, I, think I Oh Lord, okay. Well let me let me not say that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, Listen, I don't know. You might be, <laughs> but I think I really think he was a Balenciaga. But I don't, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I, the what we are getting of relish, um, it's just, it's just making me want more of him. I just, okay. God, Can't I want to see that. that boy on screen more. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, go ahead. Now. Just like... <laughs> um. So then we go to the to the Kiki, the Kiki Ballroom. Uh, what's it called? The Playhouse. Yeah, the, yeah Playhouse Kiki Ball. Um, so what I got from it and from people that were talking about it is that it's not as serious as a regular big ball. It's right, It's definitely right. the type of ball when you go to, not necessarily like practice, but more so being like you're training wheels a little bit. Like you putting yourself out there and then to the real ball, you bring it all to. Yeah. And the I think the, the theme of the Kiki uh, is literally being fun mm-hmm, and take mm-hmm. this the seriousness and the and the how the bar, the, uh, the actual like ballroom scene is really like regulated and things happen this way and that way whereas Kiki Playhouse is like okay I'm here to have fun I'm here to showcase my talent perhaps you know win you know and go that I think that, like even though <laughs> that was funny because they said that at first that yeah. it was like, supposed to be you know Fun, but then yeah. when they started competing, I was yes. like, "Okay, yeah. there's literally no motherfucking difference." Y'all are tripping. Yeah. <laughs> so that was funny. So that was mm-hmm. a little bit funny to see. And uh, so we have uh, Tati that is doing face this time. Mm-hmm. Team face with her kids. Team face, yes, yes, God, uh, which is something that I think I mentioned on the first episode, where you would think that Tati is someone that would do team face. Yeah, like, yeah, like the yeah. thing. So I think uh, I believe it was her first time doing face. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure either. I don't think I, could, I remember if. Oh, I feel like okay. I think it may be listeners. If we're wrong, please correct us. Uh, but I think that I think it was her first time. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And um, so she is giving you queen realness, right? She is. Oh, she looked. <laughs> Beyonce she, bow she down. Straight, yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was giving me very that. Very Beyonce bow down. I've been on, you know, H-Town type of tea. Um, <laughs> no, I loved it. I definitely loved it. She gave me like, she would have, she could have been like a Disney princess. Yeah, uh, honestly, she yes. Was. Mm-hmm. She was selling me that fantasy, which is what the team face, uh, the face category is. It's pretty yeah. much being able to convey a whole story through your face and your outfit. And it, on top of that, through the attitude you're serving. Because mm-hmm. regardless of how good you look, you have to serve it. You have to work it. You have to sell it. And this right, is what right. Tati did. And, she, and of course she won. Um, but a point that she made is that as she is, I think, I don't know where she is exactly into her transition process. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. she said that it was really meaningful to her to do this uh, type of category. Because when you're transitioning, you want to be able to show um, you coming along to your womanhood. Yeah. And that was really, like, interesting to, you know, hear that from Tati. And it makes all the more sense for her to be uh, on the face team, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. face category. And uh, and, yeah, and she did the mother damn thing. Like, she looked sickening as always. I'm yeah. Like, you know what, yeah. bitch? Yeah, she it, did. It, 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 don't even, it don't even make sense at, at this point. You're like, girl, can you just stop <laughs> being, like, on our neck all the fucking right. time? Right, like, right. Let the bitch breathe the fuck. And, you know, she... Her and um, her son, shit, I wrote their names down, um, Jock and Kai. Kai? Mm, Kai, I believe so. Yes. They all together, like as a unit, they all looked really, really good. They did. They did. Um, they did. To the point where one of my favorite moments from the, well, I have so many, from what we're presented with at the Kiki Ball was seeing Jelani kind of stand out for Tati. I'm like, because mm, I don't think we've seen them. At this point, in the scene together, like at all, yeah, we we have not, we have not, and they right. never like mentioned one another so far. It, yes, so when he actually said, "Oh yeah, you know," she, like once he went in, I'm like, "Okay, this is it." I don't know. I was oddly satisfied. Like this isn't something that I even really thought about until he said it, and I'm like, "Oh shit, Jelani, of course, would stand for uh, Tati." Because I mean, shit, mm-hmm. who wouldn't? So I, said, she's that girl. She's just yes, that girl. Yes, yes, yes. She is. So loved it. Loved it. He was mentioning how the um, the crowd hyped Tati a lot. Yes, and he's like, you know, it is what it is. Like she is that bitch. So yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, what you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, it. So he, oh made, my he, God. he made. He made. It didn't make sense for me. And yeah. Stand for Stati. God, 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 Jelani. Uh, one of my other, oh, God, like, amazing moments. Because taking a look back, I don't think Jelani was doing uh, realness with a twist. I think it was just realness because they had the trans men who were walking the yeah. same category. And I didn't realize until, mm-hmm. and, oh, two of the trans men looked so fucking familiar, but they didn't put their really? names on Did screen. They? I don't know who they was, but... They were first of all, they were realness <laughs> as shit, like yeah. unclockable. First, because I I had like to, you know, uh, be like, oh, hold on, what are you yeah. talking about right now? Yes. Yeah. The one thing that, that they said that was really interesting because mm-hmm. which is one of the one of the insight that I've never heard so far from a trans yeah. person is that um, when you're born cisgender, you are socialized as the as the gender you're born with yeah. as, as at a really young age. Whereas the transgender counterpart have to socialize the, after the transitioning. So they have to learn how to be a man, quote yes. unquote, 
mm-hmm. um, when they were like definitely older, you know, yeah, in their yeah. adulthood. And that was an amazing point that I never actually think of because yeah. from like a citizen standpoint, I always thought that transgender folks, uh, transgender folks felt like the the gender yeah. Gender they felt, you know, and kind mm-hmm. of like socialize themselves at a young age, mm-hmm. but no, because ultimately, uh, their environment yes. socialized them in the other g- gender. Right, right. I don't know if what I'm <laughs> what I'm saying makes sense. But. No, 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 it does completely. Because even if I felt as if I was a woman or I should have been a woman, mm-hmm. I can be. I can try my best to live that life. But at three, four, five, six, seven years old, I'm going to be forced into this role of either being ridiculed because I'm acting gay or acting like a girl yes. or my yes. parents or Very surroundings, so. they're going to place me in jeans and mm-hmm. jackets and make me look like my other cut. So I, what, yes, what you're saying makes sense. Um, the, the, the thing that, that, that particular trans man said was that anybody can transition, but everybody can't be a man. Something to that effect. I don't think that was Ooh, verbatim. Okay. But it well, was damn. like, like you said, you have to, um, he said, I have to learn all this stuff y'all were born with in a sense that, you know, we're all, like you said, socialized to be a certain way. And like you said, and I don't know if the goal for a trans person is to be unclockable. I would imagine for some, if not all, that is an aspect of it. And, and again, I preface this by saying I'm not a trans person. I'm going to try to speak for the trans community. I'm just leading up to the point that it's, it's... I really wanted more from them. Um, I definitely would have loved more from them. Yes, I yes. definitely would have because what he's like he the dude had like one like minute of screen yeah, time, yeah, and he made yeah. his phone chorus like this. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, and I yes. was like, okay, you mm-hmm, did that. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. really did that. So did the damn thing? Yes. No, 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 no. I definitely love that part, and he. Like he was fine. Like let's be, he, he was fine. He was, fine. and yeah, I'm not, I, don't, I, don't come, I don't want to come upon as you know some uh, trans men fetishize uh, someone. No, 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 no. Right, 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 right. He, he was a beautiful man. Like let's be, let's be. I think it was my no, and but. him and the, it was what I saw was I think three of them. There was the thicker guy with the blonde hair. He wasn't on screen. There was the one with the red shirt that was back against mm-hmm. the wall. There was the I think two that were competing. With or against Jelani or with him, I don't know. But that motherfucker in that red shirt, that motherfucker was fine as hell. That tall, dark skin one was. I said, damn, these. And again, not to reduce the trans person to their attractiveness, yeah, but God. That's damn, the point. That's why no. I, I didn't want to go there and be like, don't sexualize them. Don't be that one yes, that literally yes, goes there. Yes. But regardless, they were fine as shit. So I just, yes. just had to acknowledge it. Yes, like, you know, very much so. And in, 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 in the same way that I think Jelani is attractive and that I think mm, um, yeah, Relish, oh God, Relish is attractive in the same way I think Alex and Tati. Like, I, it, so it's not, I'm not. Shit, like, Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, so again, listeners, you know we're, let's not, <laughs> let's stop the lust, let's stop the, yeah, let's pull that back some, so yes, getting back yeah. to the um, critique of the show, <laughs> um, I loved the Kiki Ball, and I'll say this, being from Michigan and being, spending time in Detroit, kind of all over Michigan, but specifically Detroit, the Kiki Ball feels exactly like it was to be out in the clubs in Detroit, to be out in the summertime hanging out. Like, the, it, it, it feels so familiar. Like, the actual building that they're in looks like, I don't want to say a nightclub, but like a, a spot 
you know, for lack of a better term, that I've been to countless times hanging out in Detroit. So everything, just seeing the different types of people, all these brown and black and lighter skinned, but clearly people of color, like, oh my God, that was, I thoroughly enjoyed the Kiki Ball and I wish they had have had more. Like, give me a whole episode with nothing but the Kiki Ball because it just, it makes me feel nostalgic for being back home. And nothing has really done that for me since I've moved down here to Texas. So kudos to y'all. Vice land in my house because oh god it just felt like home but yeah go ahead yeah, <laughs> um so after that the whole bowl thing um we get to see jelani's father mm-hmm. and i think this is one of the most uh important scene of the whole thing for me yes yes it really was like triggering you know a little bit um at some yes. Point. yes so um so Jelani comes to his uh, father's doorstep, literally, mm-hmm. and uh, so we get to see his dad, and he gets interviewed by the creative team, uh, team yes. for the documentary, and it starts a little bit like awkward, a little bit because he's clearly not aware of what's happening, and so Jelani's like, you know, he's they're good, they're, it, it's cool, it's cool, you know, what I mean, try to. Know ease his father into the interview, and then yeah. and then it um it starts right afterwards, and I like that um, the interviewer were really straightforward about the answers yes. they wanted to have, especially about the father dealing with his son being gay. Mm-hmm. That was the I think the main thing, and you can, I you could see on Jelani's face that he. He was. I don't know what, what I don't know what uh, actually like went through his head, as it was you know, all happening. But clearly he was not comfortable. Which, yeah. And I was like, shout out to Jelani for putting yourself out there and getting and letting us into your life this way yeah. because this elevates um, an uplift. So many stories that need to be told. Yes, yes, yes. And it's clearly doing an, a clear impact. So, and for Jelani to like open up like the way he did, like shout out to him. Right? Because, yeah. I, because I see myself and my dad having, mm-hmm. and it's like, ugh, no man, no guy. Like, <laughs> this is not happening. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I know how, like, I get and, and, and understand how hard. It would have been have been for Jelani to stay, be there with his dad and doing an interview, mm-hmm. and especially when his dad said um, the fact that he couldn't bring anybody to any like family function. Yeah. So and Jane was like, "Oh, like a word? Like, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So things were. So it was." It was really like a heartfelt moment for me to watch mm-hmm. personally. And I think because you can watch this and being really judgmental mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. his father not being really acceptive of. Is it? No. Is it? No. Except it's not a word. Accepting, <laughs> but still, we, we get it. Accepting, yeah. Bitch, I'm making words up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. You're like, he like nodding at me, like. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Sorry. Um, 
So we can be really like quick to judge the whole situation because his father is not really into the gay thing, right? Right, right. Um, and this is how I kind of felt at first, especially after this comment. But then afterwards, see the dynamic and see how Jelani love his father and they love each other. Mm-hmm, and how this mm-hmm. still this bond is that I'm me as a viewer. I cannot necessarily like I wouldn't not judge on them because that works for them. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, because they look... Okay, I'm not going to want to go too deep with me in my life, personally, <laughs> but there's, there's people that are able to, like, be okay and accommodate their family with around their sexuality without mm-hmm. and being like, okay, we're just not going to talk about it, and this is not a thing happening, and just think that it's like it doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Right, And right. they will do it for the sake of still having the family together and love and we have a, a loving uh, support system, which yeah. I totally respect. You know, as far as of me and my house, I'm going to tell the person, like, if you can't take me with all, like, all of my gains and all that, yeah, family or not, I'm sorry, but you get chopped. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. But yeah. I can see Jelani and I truly respect Jelani for being able to maintain a relationship with his father yeah. even though his father is not fully 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 you know uh, really like embracing yeah. his son this way but it, it works for them and they love mm-hmm. each other so mm-hmm. ultimately it works you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. So, yeah that's my point yeah Ugh, okay. Jelani and his dad um, I felt a lot of the same feelings and for me Oh God, I don't have that particular relationship with anybody in my family. Um, and I was quick to be upset, but then I thought like, okay, like you said, this is their relationship. Secondly, mm-hmm. they're New Yorkers and I know, and everybody's different from different areas, but New Yorkers are a different kind of people. So just watching his dad talk about his childhood and about the things that he's gone through and even seeing Jelani perform on YouTube and Facebook, I'm thinking like there is... In my experience, that's a different breed of people. So the things that might I might get sensitive about or upset about or whatever, they that probably rolls off their back. So that whole conversation Jelani had with his dad, where I'm looking at it like, damn, that's fucked up. You can't, you know, come to Thanksgiving. Jelani's probably like, okay, well, shit, that is what it is, and it might not even affect him at all. So I, I, I will say this episode specifically, Jelani and his dad took me through the ringer. I was really really um kind of like going through it and i've seen it three or four times i'm just like shit i want to know more and not even just to be like nosy but just to know like what like one was jelani his relationship with his mom because i don't think they mentioned his mom too much and then the dad says something about oh i'm married now and you know i don't want to put that on my family speaking about jelani and his uh gayness and everything that comes along with that. So I'm thinking like, did you remarry? Now you have more kids. Like, what is this dynamic like? And I I just, I, this episode made me love these people so much more. And this is part of the reason why, because we've been following this man's story. And then to see his dad, who he looks so much like, have this kind of heartfelt moment, you know, on the curb with a camera crew in five minutes about his son. It's just, 
it was a very touching, no matter how I feel about their relationship and, and the things that his dad said, they, these are real people. These are actors. These are characters. So it's like, I, what you see is what you get. And this is, oh God, now I just feel like I'm rambling, but I just, <laughs> this made me love them even more. Like, I don't know. I, I, I felt for Jelani. I then I also felt for his dad because this is something different. Even the, his his verbiage, like I know we mentioned before about being realness and realness with a twist and whatever else and unpacking that and seeing what does that mean in the grand scheme of things because his dad made the comment, I'm 110% man, such and such. Mm. Well, now you're moving into that macho, alpha male, dominant mind space where even a person in that space frame of mind or whatever is dealing with his son not being um a carbon copy of himself you know and so it's oh that was just i I wanted more i want more from this show and not because they're not giving us good shit it's just i want more i'm so invested now We're in the village, home of the gays. And this is where all the girls come when they want to experiment on their queer side, you know? My very first boyfriend brought me here. And then after that, I was just, like, so infatuated. So I'm like, oh, my God, like, I can come here and there's other people like me, like, <laughs> so then we get to uh, have like a whole tatty moment that yes. is really like was needed, I think, a little bit. Um, so she is walking around the village and she's pretty much like open up a lot about her and her personal life. Yes. Um, she first mentioned her wanting to being a, to transition. Yeah, and you know, um, saying that to her mother, and her mother re- being like, "You want to be what?" Yeah, you know what I mean. Having a little like breakdown here. Um, I believe she said that she ran away from the house, went to her mm-hmm. brother's house, mm-hmm. and she had to fight the good fight. So ultimately, yeah. she ended up in the streets and some escorting, and like she had to survive regardless. And right, right. I truly respect that people that do what you gotta do in order to survive mm-hmm. like you do it and you like because ultimately you can end up in situations that are absolutely dreadful right and right I would you know I would not wish I mean even my worst enemy mm-hmm. but Tati and I think how how old is Tati again do you know 24 she? 24 she's 24 she's, oh, she's really young right and she has been through a lot. Yes. Okay. Yes, a hell of a through lot, a yes. lot. And she is still able to hold her own mm-hmm. and being the powerhouse that she is in the ballroom scene community. And she's had this moment with her when you truly, she also mentioned about how she's getting her own hormones from the streets because mm-hmm. you have to be like uh, legal, like 18 in order to yeah. have them. Yes. Or she's first you started would, out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if she wanted to have them, before being legal, she had to have the sign, uh, signed by her mother. Yeah. Which is something that her mother would never do right, at, right. A, at the moment. So what I would have liked, and I don't know if it was said, and I perhaps I missed it, 
and mm-hmm. see where where is the state of their relationship now. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think she said. Yeah, I perhaps it's a touchy sub- subject for her to talk about, which I definitely get. Um, but yeah, I would have liked to see. Okay, but now it's did it change? Yeah, you, yeah. Now, now that you are really towards, I, wouldn't, I don't know if, it, if she has the end of her transition. I don't know where is she. Yeah, right, actually, right, 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 right. But as far as what she is perceived as, she's give she's giving you like woman from head to toe. Like yes, that is yes. not even on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to see like her and her brother too, because her brother like yes, that, that I would have seen to like I don't know. It's just then again we get to be linked and have a, a bond with all these people mm-hmm. and we love them so much at this point. We're like, we want to know more. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, it's like, you know, what's enough of what you just said. So, how how do you feel about Tati and that scene? I loved it. Uh, much like you, I wanted to see more of her family, even if we just got her and her brother. I wanted to, because again, I was kind of bonded to them. Invested. It's, to me, it's like reading a really good book. And you're in it, and you know it's going to end soon. Even if you know there's a part two, three, and four, and five, you still know that it's going to end. So you're still like, okay, this character did this in chapter three. How does that tie into chapter seven? Such so And it's the same thing. She and Jelani both have brought up family members. But for her, I want to see more of this biological family and her relationship with them. Because, well, I don't know if that'd be triggering for her, because I think she said that she doesn't get along with them. But the brother alone, um, I want to see them. I really loved Tati opening up about escorting and giving a face to what is not always sex work either. Because she said that she said a lot of times it's companionship. It's just these men want to want you to be in their company. And because sex work is looked at in such a way Oh God! Where it's it's not respected, or it doesn't be, it's not perceived to be as respected as it should be because sex work is work. It's work. Mm-hmm. So, but that being said, I'm really happy that she opened up and was able to kind of get that message out because a lot of times, people in this community, you, I'll say it this way: white people have representation up the ass and through the window. They have nothing but representation. But then when you get into these more marginalized communities. What you get is the token gay guy on a sitcom where he's yes. over. And there's nothing wrong with being effeminate and overtly effeminate. But when that's the one thing that you're presented with, then the kid that is more like Jelani or more of a socially masculine person sees that. And now you can't 100% connect with that. And I say mm-hmm. all this to say that Tati has given us an amazing story. And it's now on film, and it's now on TV and online. So there is some somebody somewhere, if they haven't already, that's going to see this story and understand that, okay, this what I'm doing, this isn't shameful. This is something that I can do. Because look, if, if Tati has been able to do all this and get past it, and then not even to say that it's such a dirty thing that you have to get past it, because people who are performing sex work now and doing that, that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But... My thing is we don't we only get one side of representation when it comes to a marginalized community. You get the sassy mm. fat black girl, you get the overly effeminate gay dude, you get the geeky Asian with the small penis, you get the overly sexualized docile Asian woman. You like you get all these but when you're able to create narratives and stories 
with these people in mind or let these people do this shit for themselves, you get a more actualized person. So Tati having been an escort and having the issues with her family, to me, is just another part of her. It's not, this is the trans girl who was an escort. This is that particular character on this show. No, this is Tati, a real person with a mm. full life. And I really, really, uh, I just can't say enough how much I am happy that I think making it oh God, okay. Let me go. On. Yeah, I'm you're happy excited. that her story get told. I think <laughs> yes, that we get yes. to see there's an opportunity Absolutely. to see people in every aspect of their lives and mm-hmm. not necessarily assign them to one thing. Right, you know right, I mean? right, right. Exactly. So, That's exactly. And it, yes. just yeah. God, cause yeah, and I, and, uh, cause yes, yes, that's it, <laughs> and 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 I'm I'm starting to see more of that, and kind of taking a tangent here, like on um, insecure, the Dro storyline with him and his wife having an open marriage or whatnot. That's Ooh, another yes. thing, kind of in the yes, same yes, vein, yes, where yes, even yes. though <laughs> even though that's a uh, a TV a scripted TV show, and this is real life, it's still you're being presented with more than just the black and white. No gray area. This is what it is, and so mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if it's a reach to compare the two or to you know bring them into the same conversation, but I do think that it's very important in this day and age when you get creators of color to tell their stories, you get more, and you get more that feels good, it's satisfying. Even if you don't agree with it, if you don't agree with Tati having done sex or escorting, excuse me, or agree with Dro's storyline and having an open marriage with his wife, you cannot agree with it, but it's still real life. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's something. Okay. So. <laughs> no, I definitely, I definitely get your point. It's, you made a, a great, great point here. Um, so ultimately we end the episode with uh, the whole cast at the pier. Yes, the pier. Which is yes. a little bit like reminiscent of Paris is, is Burning. Yes, and that's Seems. what I was... Okay, and that's what I was going to ask you because I distinctively remember that and I said, maybe are they saying... Because no, nobody said outright this is that pier. They're saying this is the legendary pier. That is the same pier, right? From I Paris think it is. I think I mean, it just might be. Or it might, okay. Or just like some random ass pier in New York. I don't know, but <laughs> my... The point was to say, like, the pier in itself was, yes. like, some sort of a birthplace of yes. the Vogue uh, and the ballroom scene. Because in the Paris Burning, we get to this pier a lot. You yes. know what I mean? Like, we get to this pier a lot. And it's one of the, the best scenes are in the pier, to be more mm-hmm. honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, truly. When we get to, you know, actually talk with them a lot and um, have some insight about their lives. Mm-hmm. And so Alex here is, you know narrating and being like the voiceover of the whole scene of the whole scene and um it's really like a coming together word here it's pretty much about the ballroom community being Mm -hmm. able to um provide for the community yeah yeah then again with alex here i'm it's a it's a great speech like don't get it twisted it's a speech and i think it was a a great point that was made and um that really compelled and all that. However, <laughs> then again, what I just said before, a little bit too pageant for me. Okay I, okay. I need to see like a more real. And the thing is, like, ultimately, perhaps this is just who I, Alex is. The I way was he talks. about to say that, yeah. yeah. You know I mean? So that is something I need to consider too. Mm-hmm, like, ultimately, mm-hmm. it's just like what Alex is serving to the girls every day, motherfucking day. And it's like, okay. Right, right, right. So right. That, and, but I feel as though that is not necessarily like. The real as Alex, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I'm, I may go on a limb here. I don't know, but mm. right, 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 right. We'll, well see I mean, there. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that I I thoroughly enjoy this scene. I um I think I'm a bit confused, and I think that's what's frustrating me with seeing Lolita and seeing Relish. Because at this pier, this scene, as good as it was, it felt like the end of the show itself. Like it felt like that. Yeah, it really was. A, yeah, it really was like ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it was and that's like, why, yeah, um, yeah. Go ahead. There's so many answer questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what I was like, oh shit, what is like, but finish storylines like Yes. Like, yes. So you know what the, I mean? the Avengers came together but then that was it. Like that was just Yeah. So yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So you're like, okay, so what's good with like um what's his name? Like Yusef and yeah. Yus- what's his name? Yeah. Yusef. Mm-hmm. Yusef. Yeah, Yusef yeah, and Tati. Like we never get to see them talk about <laughs> what went down about Possibly next like, episode, I don't know. But that shit. and can we have like a follow up you know, moment with Tati and Leo, me too. Yeah. And we have yeah. that too. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there's, uh, there's a lot of an, an into question here too. So we'll see. Yeah. Perhaps like a season two, perhaps with like mm. eight episodes this time. We'll see. <laughs> yes. Yes. Lord. That, um, I, I enjoyed this. Um, I want to see. Maybe next episode they will get more into Relish and Lolita. Like, I really... I hope. Uh, I and because hope. they're, like, headliners in all the descriptions of the show. It's the six ballroom personalities or whatnot. Like, I want to see... And I don't know if maybe some stuff just got cut, you know, on the editing room floor. Yeah, it but, just might. Yeah, that that happens, too. Yeah. So. I just... I, I want... I want more, God. Yeah, um... So, so that's that. I um, I was I was really excited, and I like Precious. Seeing Precious out on that, I don't know. I I enjoyed Precious this episode too. The, I did. The the I little bit that we got to see her, I really enjoyed that. So, kudos mm. for those Precious. So, who was your favorite on the episode? Oh God, I don't know. Because honestly, the way the show was framed. Tati and Jelani are up there for me, but I really, really like Relish. You do? Um, Yeah. I just, I don't know. But then also, which, I mean, they're not included, but that trans man, like, he really... Oh, yeah. That motherfucker, like... And it's because because this was such a personal episode, and we got, like, an extensive or a deeper look into Tati and Jelani, but we also got this, like... (sighs) I don't know. So, as far as my favorite, I am torn. Golly, I don't... Um, I'm going to say Relish. Relish was my... Uh, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm going to just go with Relish. I'm going to go with... Because I like him. I want to see more. So, I'm going to go with Relish as my favorite. Well, for me, it's going to be Jelani. Because okay. um, I've never... I think... So, it's my... No, the first time was was Tati. The second was Precious. Yeah. Jelani, Jelani deserve it. Like deserves mm-hmm. it, and he was doing the damn thing with his dad and all that. I truly like mm-hmm. the utmost respect for that man because that was something mm-hmm. that I don't know. It's just like I, I'm just picturing myself, me, yeah, a twelve year old watching mm-hmm. this and be like, mm-hmm. oh shit. Like yeah. I can be sickening too. Wow, <laughs> you know, what I mean? you know what I mean? Yeah, because that yeah. that's the this scene, oof, tremendous impact. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. So, yeah, shout out yeah. to Jelani for that. Truly respect him. So, yeah, 
definitely my favorite and my MVP too, personal yeah, MVP. Yeah, I'll just go and so. throw it out there. That's my MVP as well for everything okay. that you said and then more. Like, all right, that, all right, all right. So we're on the same page. Jelani's story resonated with me like like you wouldn't. And, and that's the whole reason I even put Relish as my favorite because I would have defaulted to Jelani, but I was like, no, he deserves the MVP of this episode. Like, I, I have to. So, you know, but yeah. But um, okay, okay. Jelani and Sean. Cool. <laughs> What's your favorite scene? What was your, your favorite? Uh... Ooh, my favorite scene. Um, My favorite scene. So, of course, outside of the, you know, Jelani and his dad. Um, what I really enjoyed was this just like this one on one we got to have with Tati towards the mm-hmm. end. It's like mm. it was really like her in the street talking to the camera and it was like, Okay, there you motherfucking go. Yeah. Oh, uh, one thing, one um like critique I have about this show is about the relish re- not not relish, not him, but um so just before um, he was about to go dance. So you started to see him like going to the, yes, I know the runway. Go ahead. Yeah, I have and then it just like clips, clips, clips of somebody else dancing. And you're like, I want to see Relish dance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then again, the slow-mos and all that was like a little bit too much for me. And we couldn't yeah. even see Relish dance that much. Mm-hmm, Didn't, mm-hmm. So, which is, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then... You get to see Rillish being mad for not winning, and you're yeah. like, "I'm sure you have all the right to be mad, but we, I, we didn't even see you dance." Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I can't even be like, "Yeah, my nigga, they, they robbed you." You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel the same way, especially with him like being kicked in the head. Like, I would have. I feel like what, everything that we've been presented with when it comes to Rillish is him performing not winning, and then the reaction to that. Now, I'm okay with the not winning. Like you said, if I could see, like, because when it comes to Tati, when she's walking face, you clearly see her and her competitor showing their face. So you can say, okay, Tati got that. And then when you see Jelani and you see all the guys he's walking against, you can say, okay, well, they were... But when it comes to Relish and all of the performers... I think it may have been also that he wasn't performing on his own. Because like the commentator said, if one of y'all get chopped, you all chop. But at the same time, it seems that when we're presented with Relish on screen, it's... I don't want to... It almost seems as if it's edited in a way, or it's presented in a way, so that you're getting this harsher depiction of him. If that makes sense, mm. like the first episode when it was about Tati, you could see there was clearly this is the new girl, this is the it girl, that she's great, whatever. But when it came to the scenes with Relish, in, unless that's just what we got of him was him angry. It's I don't know, I don't know how to put in words how I feel, but it seems as if either he's getting the short end of the stick or there's not that much footage of him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's these these are the type of questions we have to ask. The- Actual cast and yeah. people <laughs> working for the show. So we'll see. Yes, we'll see. yes, Lord. All you out there associated with the show, please hit us up. Use that hashtag MHIBPod and let us know. And listeners, ask your questions and whatever else and send them this way. Um, so we got our MVP in Jelani. And so what do you rate this episode? Like, um, This episode for me is, I think it's a... It's a nice eight. 
Okay. It's a nice eight. It's a nice eight. Just be- mm-hmm. an eight because it would have been better if you would just have... Act- I- I'm not asking a lot, but just actual scenes with re- more Rillish and more uh, Lolita Bonsiaga. Yeah. Yeah. That's just it. You, you could have like removed the last scene at the pier. It was a good scene, but not yes. like like nothing that was said <laughs> then was already didn't been said before. Right, so right, right. Chop right, that right. up and give us a little more Lolita and a little bit mm-hmm. more relish, and it would have been a ten out of ten. Yeah. But overall, like this show is still amazing. Like don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Still thickening. Like yes. recent value, uh, amazing. <laughs> not gonna stand. I'm not gonna go the, the whole rant we've been. Yeah. Uh, Silver, but no, no, no. Great show. Great, great show. Yeah, yeah. Kudos to them. Um, I'm rating it at 8.5. Really for what you said. And also, I feel like this could have been two different episodes. Um, I really enjoyed the Kiki Ball, but everything... I feel like the Kiki Ball itself could have been its own episode with talking to the trans men, with interviewing the cast during the performance, which I feel as if... That should have been played differently. And then you have this personal Jelani-focused scene, this Tati-focused scene. And you could have gotten more of maybe a little bit more with Relish and a little bit more of Lolita. Uh, That's the only reason for me, which I don't know what the limitations were or the rules surrounding this series was. But just in my own opinion, if we got free reign to do whatever we want, this would have been two different episodes. And uh, but So I'll give it a solid 8.5. And it's only because that, that, that's, I didn't, it felt good. If Watching it, it felt like one solid episode, but I feel like it could have been split into two and you could have gotten more personal time with other cast members that we haven't gotten before. But hopefully next episode, we will get more intimate time with Lolita and with Relish. Like, that would be amazing. Yes. We would and, love that. Oh, and that guy, that guy who Relish was talking to, he was a Balenciaga. It was, um... Kalik, I'm hoping I'm saying it right. K A L I K, Balenciaga. So yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Oh shit. So, <laughs> uh, shit. Any any last thoughts or feelings or anything before we close out the show? Uh, just for the show was longer, but no. Oh god, don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> Vice Land, you're getting this right. No, <laughs> you hear us. Make this show longer. <laughs> god damn it. We. Oh shit. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Um, yeah, I want it longer and I want more of the core cast. It doesn't need to go the route of, you know, housewives where we have a reunion and everybody's sitting on the couch yelling and shit. But I you want You know what? I would not be mad at a reunion. I would No, no, not I'm be good mad. with a reunion. I'm just saying you don't you don't have to copy that model completely, but I oh, do want nah, to see it has more. To be definitely like more polished yeah. and less trash than I mean, <laughs> not trash, but sorry. That's not what I Right, nah. right. You get you get the yes, gist. Like, yes, you don't yes, need to be yes, to fight or real. yell. Just how like interesting, yeah, uh, soul searching. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> a conversation yes. about yes. the community and ballroom. That's yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing I think is really good about this show is it's giving me what I feel like the real world used to give when it first started. You're giving me actual people with actual lives presenting their struggles and their um, wins and their nuances and stuff and it's not you know some type of manufactured seven people in the house and we bring in their exes and then we like it's not gimmicky it's just these folks in this community 
sharing themselves with the world. And that's, it feels really good because we're learning. Like we learned more or some person for the first time maybe learned about a trans man, about a ball itself, about the difference between the kiki ball and a regular, more serious ball. You learned about what a trans person may go through, what a gay person may go through, a gay person who is passing in his eyes passing even if you don't consider jelani more passing regardless of how you feel about it you're you were getting inundated with all of these different uh themes and attitudes and ideas and personalities that we used to get back when the real world was like new to mtv and so i really appreciate this show for this because it's the real world but it's centered on this community that could always use more representation so kudos to the entire team over there at vicelands my house Y'all are fucking amazing. The cast, the behind the scenes, the creators, the showrunners, the editors, all y'all. Everything that we've said, though it may be a critique, is still all in love. I I really, honestly, truly love this show. Like, for real. And I co-sign <sighs> all of that. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, okay. Well, go ahead and let the folks know where they can find you and your other show and all that good shit. So you can find uh, me on my podcast. Let's go get into it. And we are everywhere on the internet. When you can find us, just type get into it podcast and you'll find a girl. You know, it's not that hard. Good, good, good. And it will be on the show notes as usual. So anyone listening to this episode to listen to more, follow and get into it pod, go ahead and click the show notes and all the links will be there. If you can't just go to social media and type yourself for some reason. <laughs> but <laughs> you all know me. This is Rain Coleman of the Carefree Black Nerd. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed speaking with you all. Thank you for coming. Uh, check out carefreeblacknerd.com. If you're already listening, check the feed before and after. There's other programs there. But uh, definitely come back next week for more of My House is Burning. And uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Bye. <laughs> all right, y'all. So.